You are tuned in to Lightworkers Lounge, tales of having a human experience in a spiritual world. What's up, guys? Just me here today. We have an astro advice column question that came in, and I said, okay, we need a solo episode because this one is really astrology based. Astro advice column, here it is, and my Gmail. So, an Aquarius, Taurus moon, Leo rising, what a fun chart. Wow, Aquarius and Leo is always just such a theatrical person in the moon in Taurus. And it's in her ninth house. That's my favorite place to see the moon. An emotional optimist. She writes, hey, Stephanie, as you know, Saturn is changing signs this spring into Pisces, which means that it's time for my first Saturn return. <laughs> Ta-da! I understand the general idea of how the Saturn return works, but could you clarify what it means for those of us with Saturn in Pisces? What can I do now to prepare for it? She says, I know a lot of people my age will benefit from your answer. And when I read this yesterday, when JL and I were recording an Astro Advice Column episode, I just thought, oh, this is gold. I've got to do this. I briefly mentioned in our astrology forecast for 2023 episode a couple of weeks ago, the first week of January, about Saturn moving into Pisces. This is a very big placement. So if you're new, if you missed that episode, a very brief synopsis, Saturn is the planet of our karmic lesson. It's the planet of self-discipline. She is the principal of the Zodiac or the personal trainer, the boot camp instructor of the Zodiac. We love to hate her, but without her, we could never become our best selves. This is Saturn. Saturn in your personal birth chart can tell me where in life are you going to have to put in the work? I always say, looking at a birth chart, if you look at the wheel in the middle, that's where you were born, took your first breath, and all the planets on the outside are where they were at that very first breath. And wherever Saturn was, both the sign and the house, this is the lesson that you said, I, Stephanie, promised to learn the lesson of... Saturn and Capricorn in the eighth house. That's my lesson. Now you look at your natal chart to see, okay, what's the karmic lesson that I promise? I raised my hand and said, yes, I'd like to learn that one. I think I could do it. Let me go. Look at the sign. And so for a lot of people coming up who have Saturn and Pisces, they are about to be asked to step in the principal's office to give their final presentation to show Miss Saturn, the principal, if they have been practicing and feeding this placement and working towards it, or if they haven't, they might be a little nervous giving their final exam because they haven't been studying. They haven't been rehearsing. And when you don't, Saturn says, okay, honey, no summer break for you. You got to go to summer school. You got to stay a grade back. You can't graduate with the rest of your class. That type of feeling is what Saturn returns can evoke. Now, for some people, they get off scotch-free because somehow, some way, looking at their chart, their human design, or just their upbringing and who they are, they practice the lesson of their Saturn. I'll use myself as an example. My Saturn is in Capricorn. I came here to be a master manifester through really hard work, but also using some 
spirituality, some belief in my hard work and relaxing. I came here to learn to be financially self-sufficient. I came here to learn to put rules and boundaries with people. During my Saturn return, I got a divorce. Um, the person that I was with was not encouraging financial successful growth in a very Capricornian way. And so my Saturn return said, they got to go. During my Saturn return also, though, I started to become financially free. I supported myself in every way, paid for everything. Nobody helped me. And that feeling as a woman who comes from a background of poverty was the ultimate power switch in my mind of, wow, if I can do this now, I can do this always. My Saturn was happy. During my Saturn return, I also published my first book and sold out in an hour. I also started my holistic health coach business. I also started Tales of Having a Human Experience in a Spiritual World, Lightworkers Lounge, the month my Saturn return began. So it's not all pain. It's not all hard-ass lessons. There's going to be beauty in your Saturn return. That's why I did a little drum roll on my computer when I said that for her, because this is an exciting time. You're becoming an adult. Well, what do we all want when we're kids and teenagers? We want to become adults. We want to be free. And that's awesome. It really is. As a 34-year-old woman, I know I'm still a baby to some of y'all listening, but I'm also not a spring chicken, so to speak, anymore. I've learned a lot. And being an adult fucking sucks sometimes. Taxes coming up makes my stomach twist. <laughs> It's awesome, and it does have the freedom that I felt I wanted when I was a teenager. But this is Saturn's energy. When you study hard and you give a good presentation, you get a graduation cap and gown and get released from the public school system and put out into the world. Oh, thank God. Or in the example of Saturn being a personal fitness instructor. When they show up at your door and text you or call you at 5 a.m. and say, get up, I know it's cold and snowy, but we're going to the gym. You might think, fuck this person. But you get up and you listen and you go and you go to the gym and then you go home and you feel really good. You got the endorphins going for a few hours. And then all of a sudden you're getting undressed for your shower at night and you look at your body in the mirror and you're like, okay, I did that. And you feel self-confidence and you feel so good and healthy and have more energy. And you shoot Saturn an audio message and say, hey, you know what? I used to hate you, but I kind of like you now. When I listen to you and do as you say, I feel really good about myself. Confident, powerful, sure of myself. So, Saturn, you can stay. So, Saturn and Pisces. This is anyone born in 1964 to 1967 and anyone born in 1993 to 1996 with some retrogrades in between. Saturn and Pisces are a really complicated combination. Let's break it down to the signs that rule these planets. Saturn is ruled by Capricorn. Pisces is, well, Pisces. This energy is very different. Here you have the person who loves law, religion, structured, organized rules, and self-discipline. You go tell someone with heavy Capricorn in their chart to manifest money, they are going to laugh in your face and turn around and probably never talk to you again. 
If you go tell a Pisces, hey, yeah, crystal sage sticks got it. You have to go work for money. And I don't care if you don't feel like showing up for work some days. You have to anyways. They're going to look at you and go, what a fucking drag. These two are a very complicated combination. Capricorn is grounding. Pisces is floating. Capricorn loves rules. Pisces says rules are false social constructs. Capricorn needs order. Pisces does whatever they feel. Capricorn loves self-discipline. Pisces says no discipline, just trust. Capricorn is an athlete. Pisces is an artist. So this placement is very interesting, right? Remember I was saying my Saturn's in Capricorn, Saturn's ruled by Capricorn. I got lucky with that regard. Saturn in Pisces is a difficult one. Capricorn, people with a lot of Capricorn in the chart, they are athletes. It just face it, Mars in Capricorn, Venus in Capricorn, Sun, Moon rising in Capricorn. These are the people who love to put in the work to make things happen. And what they do is they don't even realize that their mindset is also what catapulted them into being professional athletes, successful athletes. Pisces says, I will think about it. I will try. Let's see if I get there. Now, I don't feel like moving my body today. I'm depressed today at the world. I'll get up and go to the gym tomorrow. Capricorn says there is no such thing. You follow your own rules. Pisces is the free-floating free spirit. Capricorn is the father. This is like a father with a teenage daughter that just so wants to rebel against the world and have sex with all the people and do all the drugs before she's 16. And Capricorn is just rubbing the temples between their forehead and just says, oh my God, what have I done? And how do I fix this? Do you feel the the difference in that energy? (sighs) But in order to become very successful, any multimillionaire, billionaire, entrepreneur, professional athlete, celebrity, EMT, search and rescue, firemen, nurses, teachers, all this very successful people on a level most can't achieve will tell you this is actually the combination that you need to achieve your wildest dreams. There's got to be a balance. You can't be all Capricorn because you'll work yourself to the ground. And if you don't hold the belief that you can achieve it, no amount of physical labor and work will. You can't be too much Pisces because if you don't show up, if you don't have rules and self-discipline, there's just no way you'll make it. So people with Saturn and Pisces, you often help the underdog, but fail to accept that you too could be one, or you are so fed up with the way the world works, similar to your neighbor Aquarius, that you just play victim and feel like it's not fair. Instead of listening to someone successful tell you how to achieve that level of success, you say, yeah, well, you started with wealthy parents. Yeah, well, you started with that. Yeah, well, you come from this. And it's like, okay, you're not, you may not be wrong, Saturn and Pisces, but what are you going to do about it? Are you going to choose to not follow them and set a boundary with yourself to not use that person as mentor? Or in all of that energy you expended into pointing out why it won't work, why don't you direct it towards all the reasons why it will? Saturn and Pisces. These people could push away kindness and help 
and feel alone as a result. They typically like to be the ones who are in control of their situation. And this is a very big one for my Saturn and Pisces people. If you're feeling out of control of your life, you may be more prone to addiction, to the frequency shifters, I call them. Drugs, alcohol, sex, food, all of the vices, all of the places where you can get those instant really high hits of dopamine and serotonin, you're going to steer yourself towards them if you feel out of control of your life. So I'm totally not against frequency shifters. Love a good cocktail. I got it. But if you find yourself doing it a little too frequently, realizing, well, I want to drink wine by myself, not as like a social event. Uh-oh, what's going on? Ask yourself simply, gently, be kind to yourself and say, where do I feel out of control? Is it my career? Is it my relationship I'm currently in? Is it my finances? And then take a deep breath and say, okay, I can change this. I may feel completely out of control, but it's going to take some mental rewiring to get back in control, but I can do this. I am always in control of my life. And even when I'm not, I can take deep breaths and ground myself and know that certain periods and times and moments of feeling out of control are my favorite mantra for now. They are for now and they won't last forever. You will feel in control again. People with Saturn and Pisces may be annoyed by people too into spirituality. I feel like with this combination, it's extremist. You are either so against religion and spirituality, anything that involves the beliefs of something you can't see, taste, measure, smell, or they completely throw their lives into spirituality to where you look at them and say, why are you suntanning your genitals and pretending you're a shaman? Cut the shit. <laughs> yes, this is Saturn and Pisces. Watch out for feeling guilty or responsible for things that aren't yours or you didn't cause. These people have extremely empathetic hearts. And if you're listening to this saying, I don't, or the person I know that has this placement sure doesn't, they do. They just hide it as much as they can. Capricorn does not like to show emotion because emotion represents weakness. And if I'm weak, I'm easily controlled. See that circle there? And they want to be in control. So watch out, my Saturn and Pisces people, for feeling guilty or responsible for things that you didn't cause, right? You have, even if you're dating someone, married to someone, your, your family, you cannot blame yourself for their situation or take on their situation as yours. Perfect example, I'll use myself. I am dating someone who has children from a previous relationship, and I am so close with him that I often get too enmeshed and think that our lives are literally one. That's not the case. Those children are biologically and by law not my responsibility, and I need to remember that because sometimes when I forget and the lines get blurred, Pisces' favorite word, it can cause me undue, unnecessary stress for something I did not cause, something I do not need to be responsible for and clean up. I'm only there for unconditional love. Another Pisces word. Whew, this is the big one that I have circled on my notes for you guys. Saturn and Pisces people. Your karmic lesson, if I could sum it up in a sentence, you raised your hand as a little soul on its way to earth and said, I promise 
to trust the unseen and my intuition. I promise to trust the unseen and my intuition. This is your karmic lesson. The head and the heart. Accept the chaotic, messy side of yourself. Then bring structure to it by asking for help. Saturn and Pisces people often like to appear they have it all together, appear that their mental being is fine, there's nothing wrong. But if you were to unzip them and take a look in that psych, it is probably a mess and it needs cleaning up. And they often don't like to ask for help because, again, when we ask for help, it's showing a sign of weakness and people can take control of me. Love the chaotic, messy side of yourself. We all have it. Even the most successful professional athletes, even the most successful entrepreneurs, business people, whatever success looks like in your mind. We all have the chaotic, messy side of ourselves. But how do we handle it? Do we let it control us or do we control it and transmute it into our power? Saturn and Pisces. A huge one that a lot of my Saturn and Pisces people resonate with is your lesson is to overcome issues with boundaries. They are either too weak or too strong. Overcome your issues with boundaries, with others, and most of all, yourself. Capricorns are successful because they have internal boundaries with themselves. They do not risk today's luxury, today's vice for tomorrow's reward. They show up, have self-discipline and boundaries within themselves and show up and do the hard things, show up and do the uncomfortable things. And that's why these people are rewarded with riches and success a lot. There's the key to it right there. Saturn and Pisces people really struggle with boundaries with other people. They, like I said, they've got those secret, really, really, really deep feeling empathetic hearts and it's very easy for them to let others walk all over them in the name of, I'll fix you. Because I've got the heart and the empathy, Pisces, but I've also got the Capricorn there too. I can put in the work for you. I'll do it for you. Don't do that. Pisces rules mental health as well. The 12th house, Pisces, same thing, interchangeable. It rules mental health. And so a lot of times Saturn and Pisces people, yes, you guys may be more prone to mental health disorders or brain pain as I call it, but that doesn't mean you're going to suffer from it. Doesn't mean it's a badge of honor you get to wear and use as an excuse not to show up, not to do things. In fact, it's the opposite. You guys came here to be a shining example of how limiting brain pain cannot limit you from being just as successful as the next person. Mm-hmm. A lot of Saturn and Pisces people change their mind in the middle of things. Stop doing that. You guys are very Libra in that regard. Accept your decisions. Whether you hindsight see like, oh man, shouldn't have done that. Or in hindsight, if you're like, yes, this, this is still the right decision, but it's kind of hard, but I'm going to keep going. See them through. Even if they don't feel good, see your decisions through that you made. Because this will show yourself that you trust yourself and that it's safe to bet on you. Mm. So for my Saturn and Pisces people, let me ask you. Do your dreams and fantasies take you away from what actually is? Do your dreams and fantasies take you away from what actually is? I dream of being a singer-songwriter. 
but am I actually putting in any effort in my day-to-day to get there? Or am I sitting around not putting in any effort and just complaining how, oh, well, I wasn't born in L.A., so whatever. Well, I chose to go to business school rather than Full Sail Music Production University in Florida, so I missed my shot. Nope. Everybody has the same 24 hours in a day. No excuses. So what do we think of that? Does that resonate, my Saturn and Pisces people? Our... Aquarius friend who sent in this question. Here she is. Ooh, girl, you've got your sun square your moon. This is a little off topic, but this is the most powerful aspect to have in a chart. So remember from previous episodes, a square between planets is tension. This is the planet squaring off in a boxing ring, fighting each other. Of course, sun and moon are luminaries. So in this case, your sun ruling your head, your heart is versus your moon, your heart, and your soul. I mean, your sun is not your head and your heart. Your sun is your head, your ego, your personality. Your heart is your soul, your emotions, your head. What do I think of? What do I need to have my brain balanced? My moon sign, what do I love? What makes my heart feel calm and grounded? When these two are squaring, it is a typical battle between head versus heart. My head says, be with this person. They're good for you. But my heart says, "Mm, but that one feels better. I know they don't look good on paper, but I like that one. This just tells us you've got to bring balance between your head and your heart. I often see people with this placement come from childhoods where mother and father, moon, son, were fighting a lot or divorced or released at the stage for you to learn about relationships in this lifetime. I see this placement in people who may struggle with their sexuality. They may question if they are bisexual or they might like men in one transit and women in the next, sun versus moon, masculine versus feminine. And it's just the tale as old as time, head versus heart. We all have that internal battle, right? Head versus heart. But when it's squaring in your chart like it is in yours, my friend, it can get pretty tricky. Okay? So if you want to book a private reading with me, we got to talk about this. But she asked specifically, she said, if you have extra time to be more specific, could you touch on my Saturn return? It's in my seventh house. I'm pretty nervous about it. I usually choose to be single because I get pretty torn down in relationships. So for those new to astrology, the seventh house is marriage, love, relationships. That's what she's talking about. Her Saturn in Pisces is in the seventh house. So just as we said, with all the explanations of Saturn and Pisces people, you, my friend, have got to set boundaries with romantic partners. I see that your Saturn is conjunct your Venus. So it's sitting on top of Venus, your planet of love. What do I value in people and how do I show love? It's also in Pisces. I love Venus and Pisces because these are the most sweet, whimsical, I'll make you a playlist and bake you bread placements. But the disempowered side of this is they make a scarf out of red flags and flaunt the shit out of it. My Venus and Pisces people, and this kind of goes into my Saturn and Pisces people, do not see red flags or even if they feel it because in their gut because their intuition is very strong and rivals cancers. They look past it because they get in a fantasy of 
God, what are our babies going to look like? I hope they have my blue eyes and his dark hair. And it's like, can someone grab this person by their shoulders and say, hey, I know that's very sweet. Go write a short story about it. But like reality here, Capricorn stepping in, this person is toxic. They're still married. Do not date them. And so this is where it can get difficult, having Venus conjunct Saturn. You're meant for beautiful love. And normally, a lot of our planets in our chart get activated after our Saturn return. So with that said, you're meant for beautiful love. Do not think otherwise. But your life lesson is to set boundaries with people, is to meet people that you fall head over heels with, with your heart, but put your feet on the ground and say, do we have the same values? Do they respect me? Do they set boundaries with me? And similarly, do they respect boundaries I set with them? You know, all the admin stuff that Virgos and earth signs love, but we watery signs don't. We've got to have those things in order to create the fairy tale our hearts want. We have to have the yucky conversations. We have to talk about uncomfortable things like taxes and finances and values and boundaries. And then in the other 50% of the time, we can talk about love and lyrics of songs and sex and doing mushrooms together. <laughs> we can talk about all those things once the Capricorn things are done. So with Saturn in your seventh house, look around, and this could apply to not only romantic relationships, but very close friendships, people that, best friends that you feel, quote unquote, married to. It can apply to those as well. So for you, my friend, specifically speaking with your Saturn and Pisces in the seventh house, take a good look at who you talk to regularly, routinely. If you were to set a boundary with them, like literally, if there's like four or five people, write their names down on a piece of paper and say, if I were to set a boundary with this person, what would their reaction be? And be honest, get real Capricorn honest. What would their reaction be? If you have to even think twice about like, ooh, they might blow up on me and say, F off, you're a bitch. You should probably erase them off the list and out of your life. Doesn't have to be immediate, like Baby J would say, but it's got to be a gentle separation. This is what your Saturn return is calling in for you. It really wants to clean up your social space, who you're surrounded with, but most importantly, it wants you to practice setting boundaries with romantic partners. Now, I know in your email you said, I am single now. Perfect. Love that for you. This is a good time for you to write down all the past partners you've had. And get real with yourself. Write down why you guys broke up. But ignore their side. Don't say they were a narcissist. They were toxic. No, no, no. Look at you. What role did you play in it? Even if it was as simple as, well, I allowed them into my life. Why? Why is a narcissist attractive to you? Why is somebody who disrespects your boundary sexy to you? This is what you are going to be asked to do throughout your Saturn return. And really, I wouldn't be surprised if new romantic partners pop up on your path. I actually hope they do so that you can take what you're doing on paper and apply it to real life and test if the most gorgeous, handsome man or woman, whatever you're attracted to, walks in front of you. Can you say no if they don't have the same values and they're disrespectful and there's red flags that pop up for you? 
Can you say no even when your Pisces Venus starts in Leo rising, starts going off into, oh, this would be so lovely. Can you set boundaries with yourself and say, even though this would be such a fun affair, I don't want to feel that heartache again, so I'm going to end it now. There's your lesson. And for everyone listening to this who has Saturn in Pisces, take a look at what house your Saturn falls in. And if you're still super confused by all those symbols and lines in the chart, you always know that you can book a private reading with me and use code gratitude for your podcast listener discount. And we will go over it with you just in the form that you fill out where you give me your birth date, place and time. There's a little section where I ask you, what do you want to focus on? Just say, my Saturn return, because mine's in Pisces. So, where are my notes? Because I said that I wanted to talk about collectively, really quick, what Saturn and Pisces means. So if you made it this far in the episode and you don't have Saturn and Pisces, I love you. Thanks for listening to me. So collectively, this is for everyone, no matter what your Saturn sign is or no matter what your birth chart is. Saturn and Pisces collectively, we have her moving into the sign of Pisces March 7th, 2023. So in a couple of months. And she'll be there until May 24th, 2025. Woo-wee! And then again from August 31st, 2025 to February 13th, 2026. So all in all, I've got a good three years in this sign. Let's do it. What can we expect collectively? Well, laws and rules around art and spirituality. If you guys follow me on my personal Instagram at Stephanie underscore underscore powers, none of those fake accounts who DM you for readings and palm readings, please don't. Oh God. But I just posted on my stories asking you guys, Hey, can you send in some of your experiences that you've had in the last three years with spirituality, with spiritual gurus, with retreats and master classes and yoga and ayahuasca, and all of the sage sticks and crystals, can you send me your stories of ridiculous things you have experienced? And oh my goodness. I've heard everything from sexual harassment during Reiki therapy. I have heard people paying lots of money to go on retreats where white people claim they are shamans and then yell at you for not picking up a plant correctly. It's, it's very wild. And it's not right. It's very sad that people who are claiming themselves to be spiritual gurus, people who are claiming that they have the right to teach masses of people how to heal themselves when in fact they have no credentials. They don't even have a bachelor's degree in psychology, which I think should be the minimum foundation for anybody touting business services on how to heal people on the internet. Most of these people, and some of them are very famous because they are simply good at acting and marketing, they claim they have the right to teach people how to be better in their lives, career, money, relationships, you name it, simply because they did it. Simply because I healed myself, so therefore I can heal other people. Newsflash, none of us are healed. And we're going to die broken. We're going to die unhealed. This is not a pessimistic shit. You don't ever reach, I'm enlightened and healed and I'm perfect. You're not. (laughs) That's going to be another podcast episode. But what I'm trying to say is no more of this. No more people scamming money for palm readings, astrology readings, 
making you pay $15,000 to go on a retreat to simply hang out with them. No more of that. There's going to be literal laws being put in place on who can legally do things like that. What experience you have to have. What credentials you may have to have. I'm telling you, just watch. I'll see you in three years to fill my ego and say I was right. <laughs> but we can no longer use excuses for not achieving our dreams. I'll say it louder for the people in the back. We can no longer make excuses for not achieving our dreams. We can no longer say it's just unfair. We either need to accept where we're at and work with what we have or not at all. A lot of people will say it's not fair. I can't do it. You got lucky. No. While most people were out drinking, socializing, gossiping, getting takeout, whatever. I was in a tiny ass treehouse with cockroaches on the floor, taking notes on astrology, studying with top level leaders. I was working on my laptop. And I'm not saying this is how you should always live your life, but I'm trying to say I made a sacrifice in my life. I can't get those years back. I can't go out and go socialize and be with people. But I chose to not make excuses. I said, I have no fucking help. I have no financial help. I have nobody here. Like, I had jail. I had friends. Yes. But, like, investors and parents who would be like, hey, if you mess up, I'll pay your rent. No, I didn't have that. Didn't have it. And I said, no excuses. I came from this, but I'm going to create that. Right, And I say this gently, of course, because if you're suffering from adrenal fatigue right now because you've had to take care of children or a parent or, God forbid, who knows what else, this doesn't apply to you. And I hope my words don't trigger you. You have to be rooted in who you are. You have to be rooted, Capricorn, in not taking advice from just anybody. If I don't resonate, turn me off. Go to someone who does. It you know, and don't try to force yourself to enjoy my message. Don't look at my life and compare it and say, well, she's got this. I want that. This must be the way. It's getting tricky here, right? But we can no longer use excuses than scroll through social media for two hours a day. We can't do that anymore. We've got to come to our senses. We've got collectively to reparent ourselves. Capricorn, Saturn. Really setting boundaries with a lot of things, is going to be a collective issue. Issue is kind of negative connotation. It's going to be a collective theme with this transit, especially with social media. As I was studying this, I was reading that there's going to be a lot of new rules regarding social media. Why do I think of paper towels and then have an advertisement on my phone? That's going to be revealed. Um, children and how they show up on the internet, going to be a ton of laws. Cannabis, psychedelics, the adult film industry, spiritual classes and retreats, the opioid crisis. These are all Pisces ruled things. So expect a lot of traction, movement, laws, and structure around subjects like that. But all in all, for my Saturn and Pisces people and everyone as a collective, let go of all of your vices. What do you fall into to escape? That's not healthy. A vice is something that's unhealthy. Is it really poor diet? Is it social media? Yes, everyone raised their hand. 
Is it sex, alcohol, drugs? Do you drink ayahuasca 300 times a day? No more. It is time to reparent ourselves. It is time to set boundaries with ourselves and those closest to us. And I promise you, if you lose people during this process, you never wanted them anyway. Those people would not help you reach that burning flame that you were born with in your heart to achieve in the first place. The people who hear your boundary perhaps are a little shocked because they are so used to your gentleness. But if they say, I hear you, I understand you, I will respect that. Those are the people you want in your circle because they are each a step in the staircase to reach that burning desire in your heart that you were born with and you know you came here to achieve. Okay, to all of my Saturn and Pisces people, congratulations. This is such an exciting time in your life. If you are the 28 to 31 year olds listening to this, this is so awesome. You are being ushered into adulthood, into what you imagined adulthood to be when you were a kid. If you've been struggling with self-confidence, no more after this. Life will never be the same in all of the good ways. I'm so excited for you. If you're still nervous, if you just want more clarification on exactly what this means individually for you, remember lightworkers-lounge.com. Invest in a birth chart reading with me. You can go ahead and choose the basic reading. If you just want to know about Saturn, select that one, add it in your form. To all my listeners who are between 58 and 61 going through their second Saturn return, this is a time for you to take back your power and really focus on life and career. Have you created what you've always wanted to? It's not too late. You're not too old. This is another chance for you to course correct and create something magical. Step back into the dreams you had in your late 20s and early 30s. They're still there. They've always been there. It is never too late. See you guys for another episode later this week. Thank you so much for rocking with me and for Baby J and just joining the Lineworkers Lounge community. It means the world to me. It really heals a lot in my birth chart and makes me feel so good. And I hope these episodes make you feel so good and grounded too. I'll see you tomorrow.